You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Hi, we are back for another episode of XOXO After Darkcast. And today, Abby, I am here with uh, Lauren and Kate and a special in-studio guest, our friend and colleague, Ed Schlesinger. We've invited him here to talk to us about Halloween and horror movies and things spooky, scary, and uh, anything else that's disturbing. And things that go bump in the night. There you go. Ed is going to (laughs) delight us with uh, appropriate voices through the whole show. Well, we'll try. Unless Um. they get annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get going, I just want to remind everybody, as always, to check out our site, xoxoafterdark.com, where we have all sorts of fun things, including right now, uh, Halloween sweeps going on. So if you like like a scary story or even just some great twisty suspense, make sure you come by the site and uh, enter to win a wonderful prize pack full of great books, um, including authors like J.T. Ellison, Cressley Cole. Uh, we have a Stephen King in there, I think. We've got an amazing anthology that Ed worked on called Seize the Night. So we've got something for everybody, and we are throwing in a little Halloween candy there, too, because you need a little sweet to go real with all that Halloween scary. candy real Halloween candy what kind of Halloween candy are we talking about yeah well I don't know I haven't decided yet <laughs> oh, I was okay. like is it the crappy ones or yeah. is it the good ones well, I don't want to buy man. it now I want to make sure it's fresh when we send it to our winners so Fair I'm going to get it closer to Halloween can I get some Milk Duds and Reese's in there <laughs> yeah. I don't know what well you know like. we're not eligible to play right I might still stop by the office before the package goes out. <laughs> All right. I, why don't I oh, say whoppers. anyone who wants to enter and to specify their Halloween candy, you can put that in your entry as well. Exactly. It might have an effect. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we always have great posts, too. We have some wonderful, if you are not into being scared, um, we have some wonderful posts now from authors appearing in our Fall Into Love um, anthology. and uh including melody ann sarah Ryder, samantha joyce they all have great posts on the site that you can read uh so if you don't want to be scared love is still appropriate for every season at and at 4.99 if i'm not mistaken yes that is actually an amazing deal because it is a brand new novella from melody ann and four complete novels complete novels like not just novellas it's a bonus novella and then it is four uh full novels that had been previously published as ebooks ebook originals and now you can get four whole books plus a a novella for a mere 4.99 so that, that is, is a good deal definitely a treat no trick Oh, <laughs> did you plan that one ahead of time? Well, no, but I was writing some copy for our sweepstakes <laughs> earlier. So we got a write-in from producer Pat requesting candy corn. I love candy corn. That's disgusting. No, I actually only eat the top or the. Oh, I only eat the orange. So uh, you'll see little top. white, yellow area. You don't like, eat the white. No. I always bite the white off. Do they first. have different flavors? They no, do. They're striped. They do, they do I, have different flavors. No, they the, all taste the, like cho- sugar. the chocolate candy corn is quite. Well, oh, I don't. Mm. I don't Double like a chocolate candy corn, but I do enjoy even more than just candy corn. I enjoy the mix of uh, Halloween pumpkins and bats and corns. Oh. And, um, well, this is the perfect ugh. lead-in because I really do want to talk about Halloween. Who dresses up still? <laughs> I want a yays or nays. Who dresses no? up slutty? No, who dresses no, up still? Oh, oh still. I was well, you. That's almost a given for when I used to dress up, but it wasn't super bad. Like, I didn't do the nurse with your bra hanging out. That was gross. I did. Plus, um, you shouldn't really go to a nurse whose bra is always hanging no, out. No, definitely no, not. No, no. I dressed you, up last year, but I don't did. have, like, an annual. That I happen to go to a party, but I don't have an annual one that I go mm-hmm. to. So, TBD on if I'll be throwing something together this year. What about you, Ed? Um, in past, there has been... Well, are we talking about the old Ben Cooper costumes with the plastic oh, masks where you would put your, put your tongue through the... <laughs> right, yeah, and your exactly. tongue always got sliced on the stupid little slit where the mouth goes. Oh, exactly. gross. Exactly. Yeah. I do, um, but, but primarily, I remember there was... Back in the youth, there, for whatever reason, there was a reindeer. I think my mom just happened to have the costume mm. at, at a certain point. But in recent times, there has been, you know, the occasional zombie, Emperor mm-hmm. Palpatine... When was the last one you dressed up for, though? Last year, that would be Emperor Palpatine. I love it. (laughs) I didn't dress up last year, but this year I actually have to. And I'm excited because I haven't done it in like five years. Mm -hmm. Because I'm taking Mac. And um, and I know you're probably going to be taking your son. Mm -hmm. 
I'm taking Mac, and I have been putting the costume together. You're going to dress up to take him trick-or-treating? Yeah, because I always That's usually fun. take him, but he was little, and he yeah. was like a gnome last year, and I don't want to steal his thunder. <laughs> Not that I could have, because he was the hit of we Chappaqua. Know. But this year, he's like, ugh, stupid PJ Masks. I hate What's them. What's PJ Masks? It's a horrible show on the Disney Channel that he's obsessed with. There's three of them. Mm-hmm. Owlette is the girl... There's Catboy, and then there's Gecko. So he's going to dress up like a Gecko. Mm-hmm. He likes the it's Gecko. It's a cartoon? It's a cartoon. So do you have to match and be like Mama Gecko? Or? Oh, God, no. I found some fairy wings in my Halloween. I have multiple You have bins. a trunk, don't you? Oh, I have a, yeah. She has a toy bins. spelling house next to her wrapping room. <laughs> exactly. Her Halloween and room. I have all the Halloween. It's actually, that's Rick's bag. He loves <laughs> Halloween. And there's so much. And I found a black wig. I found fairy wings. And I just bought... Oh, I could be a slutty fairy. Uh, this really epic. <laughs> Lauren takes her son trick or treat with her familiar, the gecko. Exactly. This is my gecko. Exactly. My I'm familiar. a slutty fairy. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm gonna see how far I can take it, but I'm gonna go. I'm That'd gonna go fun. fairy. And uh, Ed, you also do you go do the trick or treat round as yeah, well? Usually, with your I, boy? I, usually I I'm the one who sort of. Or are you, you at know, the door? I hold no. I'm I hold down the fort mm. specifically. That's a very important job. The, 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 the wife and the boy are the ones who go trick or treating. I mean, this he still is obsessed with Plants vs Zombies, uh-huh. and so what ends up happening? Whoa, Plants vs Zombies! I have not thought of that in a long time. Oh, yeah. Well, come come to my house any, <laughs> any 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 day of the week. I can promise you that. And this year, it's going to be something rather unique. Created the the wizard. There's the wizard zombie in the Dark Ages level, and so it it truly is sort of a um a kind of a Gandalf takeoff on that. You know, huh. but he's got the hat, he's got the robe, the beard, everything. So we, now we just have to make up obviously the zombie face. But it's um he's quite excited. Good, yeah. that's awesome. He's, but and holding down the fort, the 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 kids just usually come. There's always about a a three or four hour period where it's just relentless. It's yeah. chaos. Yeah. And um, usually there's always an argument about how much candy. How should much have do waiting. you spend on candy? Well, this is a good question. Is this question. about the yeah. thing you saw in the elevator today? I was debating with somebody recently, I can't remember who, about how much is appropriate you, to spend on you candy. You've got to find the good deals. I mean, oh, it, it, really was is, it's more, it really is more about amount, you know, and, but, and, and usually there isn't that much left when, right. when all is said and done because the kids are just relentless. They just keep coming and coming and coming in waves. Well, see, it's funny. I've been doing, I always go to Chappaqua, and this is the first year in literally 10 years mm-hmm. that I am doing it ourselves. In your neighborhood? I, didn't, I just realized, Rick, or I have to stay home. Maybe yeah. I'm not yeah. going to be a slutty fairy. I don't know what's going to happen. You can still be a slutty fairy. Well, no, what I could do is leave the bowl the by the door. No. Yeah, exactly. No. Answer, it's so fun no. to see their little I know, costumes. I totally I agree, but Even I'm not I'm missing like, Mac going around. Then make Rick stay home. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, but the problem is... Well, you do it in shifts. You do... The oh yeah, first half the block, Left. and then you take him back, and Rick and then gets right. The you don't understand. Uh, uh, we both have the joy of seeing him trick or treat. Of course, but yeah, but one at, at least, a time. Yeah. What do you and your wife do? Well, the, well, it, again, it's 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 usually she's taking she's taking him out for trick or treating because somebody needs to to we, do we, the door. We we can't leave the bowl out. You know, this we're talking. There there is a we're talking. Know, it's a free for all. <laughs> well, but, but, but not only, well, not only that. It's I mean, generally you're you're hoping that people adhere to an honor system, but yeah. you can't 100 percent trust it. And, right, there'll be and, some 12 year old who just dumps the whole thing into well, their pillowcase. They do in Chappaqua. You guys, you guys saw the video last year of the of of the mom and the no. daughter d- no, dumping what? the entire bowl. <gasps> Of, of um you know of of and of candy and and taking it I mean it really is um sad also yeah. I think it's fun to answer the door I mean granted I don't have a child to walk around right but it's yeah. so fun to answer oh, the door absolutely I like it especially even not liking children mm-hmm. or walking well they're like so I really enjoy the sitting and answering the door and there's a bit of a one for you and one for me uh, yes. quality to the oh absolutely out, what are you so. doing when they're not ringing the doorbell you're eating the candy right. my dad but, used to play the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack ooh Good, nice inspiration. It was fun. I was, and then that was a memory that stuck with me as an adult, where I thought, I, when it, you know, when every, I finally every time saw you opened the door, the Phantom of the Opera. No, it just kind of played on a loop all night, so mm-hmm. that when it, so they would hear strains yeah, of it. Strains when, of it. That yeah. must have been maddening after a certain point. Well, I think you know, and uh, two loops is oh. three hours, right? Interesting. Oh, I get it. Okay, so the entire the, the soundtrack the whole, is four. Sound. Oh, uh, not yeah. just the one song, yeah. the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, that would be terrible. Yeah. yeah. No, it was the CD. Well, we I found <laughs> in the Halloween bin 
this little grave marker mm-hmm. and you push the button and it's like wah, 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 and it has this whole little <laughs> thing and I like was like envisioning myself opening yeah. the door and be like press <laughs> and being like <laughs> but I have passed out candy in the past like five years mm-hmm. at my friend's house and I'll be like oh you're the best one you can have four pieces I am so mean I like I am totally like yeah. you get an A for effort more exactly. for you exactly it seems to be also with candy there's a sea change in terms of what do you of, mean? of what's of what's being presented like there's there's many more um, examples of gross out horror that I've mm. seen with candy. I mean, gross out horror? like gummy I have, eyeballs. And I have stuff? a bag of gummy brains sitting at home Ew. waiting for people. I'm serious. <laughs> so, and, Ed, and what should I be buying? Is uh, what I need to know. I haven't bought candy in literally ten years. Try not. You're to not get, living. Well, I know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, generally speaking, what you'll have is if you have the brand name candies, you'll get the mixed bag. I'll you get know, the mixed bag. You, you you can go cheaper through sites like, for example, like you know Oriental Trading Company, which will oh, have which yeah. will organize all the Halloween parties and and you get do they want the toys? candy in bulk. They they have they have toys they have everything. No Look no no. This. I have the Oriental Trading catalog. My point is, do they want the toys, the kids, kids. or do they want? We usually keep the toys candy. for like the, the toddlers or something right. like that. You know, no. something like if there's like a little ring or a little spider or something mm. like that. Yeah, they, they tend to dig that stuff. Stickers choking too. Choking hazard du jour. Well, not choking hazard. <laughs> We've got, you got to be really careful. We are we, there. There are age restrictions to that. <laughs> Look but at you. What a good dad. That's a good dad. We try. So wait a minute. Back to Kate's question. How much do you spend? I need a um, I need a ballpark. That's not within my purview. Oh. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a in a I don't mean that in a, a a gender specific way, but it's just more my wife cuts great deals like looking around for everything right. that, that of, of what you can find. I certainly can I'll, I'll text, I'll ask. Please. Well, <laughs> please do. Let's play a little on the spot game. No points, no drinks awarded here. But I saw in the elevator TV factoid mm-hmm. thing today, um they Ha- show the average that the average American household spends what on Halloween it? candy. Mm. Um, well, I it's between one and a hundred dollars, and I think that you guys should each so take should a guess. So we have to guess without going over. Oh, a little Price between, is yes. Right. Mm. Price is Right. I say third. I say thirty. Yep. All right. All right. Wrong. Um, <laughs> That's what I spent. <laughs> I'm going max. I'm going seventy six ninety nine. Wow. This is, this is average household. Average household cross country. I'm gonna say eighty seven. And wow. yeah. Eighty seven. That's not what I spent, but it'll be eighty seven. Actual retail price they quoted was eighty three dollars and change. <laughs> wow, Lauren. So Ed was Ed just went out over. of it. That's crazy though. I know. And oh. I was like eighty three dollars on isn't candy. It cl- isn't it pr- isn't it closest? Don't I know it's no, without no, price is right rules. <laughs> price is right Sorry, rules. Well, we should have made it for drinks. Ed would have to buy. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Ed doesn't drink. All the better. More 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 to spend on our drinks. I was like more painful for Ed. Know what? Well, we, while we're having our lovely conversation with Ed, mm-hmm. Kate does point out that I don't think I properly introduced him yes, today. I don't so. think you did either. I, we were so oh, no. excited to start talking with him. There's a reason we chose Ed today for our Halloween exactly. episode. Exactly. Not just oh, because we like him. Um, basic, Ed works with us, and he particularly, among the books that he edits, are all sorts of amazing uh, horrors, horror books and thrillers, and he works with uh, the likes of a little guy you might know named Stephen King. Um, he works on some great zombie novels. He works with Ben Tripp. He's worked with Ed. Give us a few of your luminaries. Nick Cutter. Nick Cutter. Oh, Vicky yeah. Vicki well, Patterson. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, there's um, Kate and I both. Oh, well, there's. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, Nick Cutter. Well, exactly. well, please, we'll devolve. We'll just do this, Red. Um, the other thing is, Ed knows all things urban fantasy, sci-fi, graphic novel. Oh, yeah. The man he's comes. King nerd. So king nerd. Yeah. He's he is the king of Comic Con when we uh, go and are. Mm-hmm. represent ourselves. I want no one else there other than Ed in the booth. He can answer questions about anything from anything. And if it's a franchise, he knows about it. Mm-hmm. This is why Ed is here. Yes, and this is why he's here at this time of year because we thought it could be nothing more perfect than to have him joining us when we get to talk about all sorts of scary things coming up. One of the things that I know we're all excited that's coming up very soon, or actually will have just started again um, when this goes up, is the return of The Walking Dead. I'm so scared. Who does Megan kill? I don't even know if I, I want to watch it. It's Glenn. No, don't no, tell us. No, that's from the comic no. books. That's, 
And what? I'm hoping they you stay think it's true. Really be Glenn? Wow, I don't you think guys so. are really like putting spoilers out there now. Oh, wow. that's not a spoiler. Not. Well, we don't know. Guess. No, this we is don't my know. guess. No one knows. It's like a steak. It's a really good secret. But I don't like, think they're going to. I don't secret. even know if I can watch it. Like Gordon and I are sort of like I was so disappointed by the end of the la- of the the finale and the mm-hmm. the weird fake out. Not what do you mean? Really? Yeah, when they sort of were like the entire season had been leading to. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Mm. What's going to be? Oh, and, and they made us wait. That whole wild goose chase. And then at the end, they still don't pay it off. I felt a little um, manhandled by the producers that way. And yeah, I was but, like, not cool. But that's in the history of television. I mean, there has been Hello, the Cliffhanger. Well, there's right? a cliffhanger, but there's, I mean, I also thought it was a very long, drawn out season without a lot of, a, without a lot going for it. Um, so I was like, you better pay this off, especially because there was so much out there. Like you said, like, mm. It's almost hard not to be, not even spoiled, but just because there are these parallel tracks of the graphic novels and the, yeah. and mm. the or the comic books and the um, show. So everybody already knew. They'd seen the pictures of they knew Negan Morgan. They knew Negan. That, they knew. Is it pronounced Negan or Negan? Negan. Negan. It's pronounced Negan. Oh. Um, and so that wasn't a reveal. And right. so I was like, "There's what are you paying off for me? You know, so. Oh, so you think that, that I, I mean, I just. Of all of them, I'm. They can kill Maggie or Glenn. I mean, that's just what I personally want. They can't kill Maggie. I love Maggie and Glenn. No, Ooh, I just don't mind. I just don't mind blatant manipulation. If I'm into the yeah. show, I kind of don't really yeah. care. I actually thought it was a boring season. Interesting, because I'm I'm kind of along for the ride, just right. in terms to see where things are going. And certainly, there are aspects of the certainly the season six and now you know upcoming with um you know with season seven i mean certainly with the introduction of negan everything has effectively been taken exactly how it was depicted in the comics mm-hmm. so, so do you think that do you have a guess yes, as whether they're guess, gonna please. stay well, or are they gonna mix it up for the show have you guys seen the sneak peek that was posted about <gasps> no. a week ago what? of it's about a four minute i refused video. yeah it's about a four minute video which takes place directly in the aftermath of, oh, so whoever oh, no, we see right. is alive. Well, n- well, well, but it's only what it really is, and is a effectively another confrontation between Rick and Negan, and directly in the aftermath. Mm-hmm. And um, there are well, that's one down. Well, <laughs> that's exactly. no, well, well, I mean, but there are there are a, there are a couple of clues that people have been trying to you know decipher decipher from 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 the video. But the confrontation itself, it looks like it takes place just before the um, uh, before opening credits. The smashing, have you. The, exactly. The smashing uh-huh. and um, if, the bludgeoning. If the if the bludgeoning takes place anywhere near how it was depicted in the comics, I, it's going to really be kind of a game changer in terms of how that kind of violent act would be depicted on television. I'm not oh. sure. I, I know that, I know there are certain, obviously, you know, there are still some standards in broadcast, especially in cable, where you can, that you can, you know, I know, but Ed, like they literally couldn't show it as bad no, as it is in comics. No, but Ed, what I'm going to say is, I'm going to recall you just to stop your train of thought and say, mm-hmm. they had a little girl shoot a little girl. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware of that. I mean, but what But I'm, I mean, but, how is that different? Well, I mean, for... Gore, for, Well, the inter- oh, you're exactly. Oh, th- you're talking gore factor. In got the, it. In terms of the gore factor. Because I, I mean, was more shocked by a sister killing you know a sister. what's funny is yeah. I was at a bar on maybe last Friday and they were replaying the very first episode maybe first or second mm-hmm. episode of Walking Dead oh, and wow. I had completely forgotten about the early days yeah I mean, Rick was clean shaven. He was hot. Sexy Shane was there. Well, the remember the f- Sexy Shane? Oh, I remember I Sexy Shane. Well, the first the first time you see Rick, I mean, what is he doing? He's shooting a, a, a zombified little girl. I mean, that and um, that's that's. Oh, is that the first time I thought he was girl? in real life? Well, uh, well, what, he was. It was the, when I he was shot in the shoulder. No, what, waking up in the hospital. No? Yeah, it yeah. was waking up. It was then. It was waking up in the hospital. One of the first acts that you see in the pilot episode is him shooting. Is him shooting the girl. It's like so. a mercy killing, though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because she's. Yeah. Oh, that's how right, he gets girl? out of the car. Right. It's oh. when he gets out of the car. He's already stolen the car. Mm-hmm. He's already escaped from the hospital, and he's at that gas station, mm-hmm. and that's where that. you see him shooting the little zombie girl. Oh, I don't remember the don't gas station. Oh. Well, you I remember I binge not that long ago. I remember the, ha- the half a girl dragging herself along. I remember by, like, the half the bicycle. a girl. That's oh, that's yeah. the bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see that many half. Oh, half actually, I have to tangent for one second because Ed will know the answer, and it's been bugging me. We'll see. When they go to the new little enclave and mm-hmm. the wall falls down, whatever. Alexander, the woman right. who runs the place. Who just died and became a zombie. Uh, Deanna? Yes. Mm-hmm. She was Janeway. No? No. no. 
Ugh. No, Janeway is um, who's Catherine? Janeway? That's Kate, that's Kate, yep. Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. I Mulgrew. was so sure that our Voyager. girl who ran the place, she, it was Captain Janeway. Sim- very no. similar voice, though. Oh. Is that what it's it is? That's the voice. Smoker's rasp kind of voice. She's on Orange oh. Is the New Black. Mm. Yeah, if it's Kate Mulgrew, she's, that's that's for that Captain Janeway. And so I'm, she's working. No, she's amazing. She was a great captain. I always loved Captain Janeway. Her <laughs> staff, on the other hand, weren't. Right. But, but ours I like her. Tova Feldsha. Oh, who plays every amazing who like, Jewish she? mom in in what? That's I knew her, she's but a character I character actress. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah she's. A I don't think that's her name. Isn't it Diana? Tova? Who plays? Um, to the interwebs. Who plays it's, Deanna it's, on Walking Dead? It's, it's, it's Tova Felch. It is Tova. It is? Mm-hmm. Huh. Don't well, cross sorry about that. <laughs> Don't okay. cross the librarian. Well, is, there well, we have the question answered. Well, 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 so, women, who's yeah. your guess? I want to sum this up. So, who do you think is getting on. squashed? I need to know. Well, the other the other thing, too, and again, this this is just based on the... Um, this is just based on the little um, the the scene that was um, that was. Re- I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I was talking over myself. This is this is the scene that was on. Um, oh, the on brutality! AMC, right? Exactly. I got you. Um, but but what you see though is on Rick's right side of his face. There's blood oh. spatter on the right side <gasps> of his face. Who was sitting to his right? Right. So there, <laughs> that was a direct clue there. And how far does the blood well, travel? Who is it? And after um, when when the scene concludes, one of the things that um, that you do see is a gray cloak on the ground that Daryl was clad in <gasps> as well. No, no, so, no, no, no. So, no, no, so, no, 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 or, you know, uh, at least educated guesses. Uh, um, uh, there is going to be a, an immediate aftermath from the killing. And, ah, enough and about that, Ed. Who do you think is going to die? If I were a betting man, yes, it would be. It would be. It w- I would. I would say it would be one of two. Yes, and I'm going to say it's either going to be Glenn. Yes, or. or, it, or oh. Sorry, I was, that was Lauren's joy. Lauren feels very strongly about that. Is wrecking the studio. Um, Glenn or Abraham. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I like him. That would make sense because they tried to go. have that little um, arc for him where he was like, "Oh, he you found, don't think he found him. true love? You don't think it's going to be Barf. Eugene because he, because Mm-mm. he gave his farewell speech already? Yada yada. And no. They don't need him anymore. I think there were a ton of red herrings, mm-hmm. you know, that, oh, that were Eugene. given here and there. I mean, but one of the things too. The that, funny thing about this is that everyone will know by the time that they listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's everyone true. Cares. You'll so see if anyone we're just going to sound like idiots or sound. No, they're going to be like, "She was right." Who do you think? I mean, I don't. I don't speculate like that. I just kind of. I just kind of take it as. It comes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, if you think though, even about Glenn, I mean, there there is the the foreshadowing throughout the previous season, uh, obviously of him, you know, falling falling off the dumpster, mm-hmm. and there that there that do being, not approve. Well, there do was that, approve. but also when <laughs> also when um um when when Rick and everyone are going through the um through the Savior's complex and doing the preemptive strike. Yeah. Um, based on the deal that um that Maggie cut with the with the hilltop. Oh group, yeah yeah yeah. Um. At one point, Glenn looks at the wall above one of the one of the savior's um, cots, and there are a series yeah. of Polaroid photos, right. and all of them show just people who's brutalized, who's brutalized yeah. whose right. heads have been bashed in. Right. So I remember that. there's that level of foreshadowing as well. That well, could that could very well contribute let's to. Let's open this up a little because sure. Some I don't people understand don't why, listen to it. But not every not everybody watches Walking Dead. Yep, I right. can't understand why that is, but maybe they don't. Um but there's something so compelling about this kind of tension gore. and gore mm. and scare. So what do you think, as someone who does a lot of our um, horror type stuff, what do you think it is that people are getting out of it? Like yeah. why, I'm also not a scary movie watcher because mm. I'm a terrible coward. I have nightmares. <laughs> you know, um, what What are they for? Why do we still, why are we still drawn to them? What do you think, what do you get yeah. out of them yourself? Like what do you like in a, what's your taste in a horror experience and what do you think it is that people are driven to? Yeah. I mean, more than anything, I think why people are driven to the, beyond even kind of standards and where where we are where the pendulum has now swung to the point where there's so much that you can get away with on on, on television you know even even so um, you know ironically it was NBC that had passed on The Walking Dead and recently there was oh, yeah. there was talk about um, how it would have been recast as kind of a police procedural Ugh. which seems to be oh, working that's... a lot on, on on network TV these days but um, mm-hmm. having having said that um, you know then you see of course, NBC presents Hannibal, and that pushes the pushes yeah, the envelope in terms of what. what in, yeah, exactly. Um, I, but more than anything, I think 
maybe this is maybe this is just me, but I more than anything, I think it's the characters that really matter. I think that if you mm. really have fantastic characters, no matter what kind of atrocities are are being committed, fictional, may I add, you know, <laughs> on, you know, on yes. you know, on on screen, I or 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 on the page, it really is, and and you guys know this better than anybody. It really just always comes down to the story. It doesn't really no, matter I what w- genre and characters as well. No, I want. I mean, I agree with you. Ed, but I want to jump in and say there's an art to being scared mm. that I don't have. Um, do you think that that's a factor? And here's a little slight tangent, but we all know her, our associate publisher, who I adore, mm-hmm. her daughter, we were talking about going pumpkin picking together, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get her to go to my patch versus her patch mm-hmm. because her daughter, who is, I think, 12 or 13, wanted to go get the crud scared out of her on mm. the hayride. She was oh. like, uh-uh. The, my haunted hayride is the best and Chloe had to go there and I was like but I don't understand she's a little girl and she's beautiful and likes girl stuff why does she want to go get the crap scared out of her and they're like oh no they bring you in the barn they close the door they turn oh, off the lights no. and have people come jump at you I was like what is appealing about that and I think that for me haunted house when, is my worst nightmare like, oh my god so do you like a haunted house do you want to be scared you know, I think in terms of in terms of scares, you know, presenting it. No, you personally. Yeah, exactly. Me personally being scared. Do you yeah. like it? Do you want it? Um, I think the scares are part of the not only part of the experience, but I think being I don't I don't go into something actively looking to be scared. I think that's hmm. I think that's part and parcel of what the experience is. Like for example. Uh, I'm uh, slightly behind the times because it's been really busy, but I only very recently had an opportunity to see the film The Babadook, which um, if you have not seen it, it is an absolutely outstanding horror film. And not only that, but really also a um, a really terrific metaphor for grief without getting into into spoiler territory. But um, why? Because you were because you were surprised by it. Is that why you think it's so great? I think I think the, certainly the unsettling nature of it and the way that the the way that the story was presented and the twists and turns. And, and I think it's something that Kate brought up uh, as well about certainly her experience in watching The Walking Dead is just being along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And really, just um, experiencing it from that perspective. I'm not really sure if I'm being articulate about. Well, it. No, you are. It's an interesting when you're talking about storytelling. I think mm-hmm. that one of the things that one of the criticisms that gets leveled at specifically genre fiction is that it's very predictable. That it follows. I don't tropes. believe that at all. Yeah, I don't believe that at all. Yeah, and I I think that there is something very compelling and interesting about working within certain tropes and upending your expectations Mm. or adhering to them at certain moments Um, and we see that a lot in romance Mm -hmm. when you find something where you know somebody says oh it's a secret baby story or oh Mm. it's a second chance romance but then it's something fresh and new and happy Um, and similarly I think that's why a movie like Cabin in the Woods or Scream, sure. which or is so. What was the one you saw? What was the one I saw? Krampus. Oh, oh, Krampus. Krampus. I loved Krampus. She went on a date to Krampus. What's wrong with her? I loved it. Um, <laughs> I was it was like, a free horrified. movie. I was like, you did what? I got free popcorn and a free movie out of it. <laughs> that guy was nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's interesting you mention that. I mean, because um, because that's something that um, you know that my mom um, was raised on with with the, with the myth of the Krampus. Ah. And, oh. Oh, the um, real Krampus. Having, uh, I'm sorry? <laughs> the real Krampus. The, well, yeah, I mean, because obviously with, um, you know, she grew up, you know, in a, in a small town out in Austria. Mm-hmm. And um, traditionally you had, you know, St. Nicholas and, and inherently accompanying St. Nicholas was the a Krampus. bad, scary one. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. December, Ooh, December 6th. Only and, the Europeans. And so, yeah, there, there you go. So, so you know, you have this this devil figure rattling chains, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and obviously the 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 myth of of it threatening to take away the bad children, put it in its basket, and then oh, I just well, remembered why I liked Krampus. Well, there my you go. number one celebrity crush, Adam Scott, was in it. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting here trying to think about why I liked that movie. He was not. <laughs> was he like, did not play the Krampus though. Right. No, he did not play the Krampus. No. But, but sorry, Ed. No, hashtag no, I'm with Krampus. <laughs> Let's get rid of that. Exactly. But and and then of course you know now obviously you know it's been been incredibly popularized not only not only here you know where you see it just sort of oh, coming no. out in popular culture but across across Europe and especially you know Germany Austria what mm-hmm. have you you have the the annual Krampuslauf which is the All right the, the, Ed the we're Krampus falling run. into a Krampus hole <laughs> well, I know no no, no. <laughs> well, I'd rather talk about what was your favorite scary movie growing up Ooh um, I have a trifecta while you're thinking Oh I can I, <laughs> I mean, only poses questions to which she already has an answer. <laughs> 
the mm-hmm. howling. Oh, the exorcist. The exorcist, Ooh, the, the howling. Because mm-hmm. I'm scared of all werewolves. That mm-hmm. is my number one hands down fear. Werewolves? Werewolves. Really? Werewolves. I did not werewolves. As, as the cuddliest of the monsters. Oh my wow. God, the worst. My brother. What about Teenage Werewolf? What was that? No, movie? my Teen brother wolf. can Teen wolf. scare Love me to this day. Teen Wolf after us. I mean, it was Michael J. Fox, but whatever. Um, howling. The Exorcist, The Omen was pretty good. Oh, that is the same thing. Um, Wait, The, the Omen had werewolves? I thought no, that was the Demon no, Child. I'm top oh, three. Sorry. The, the Children. <laughs> Hold on to the thread, Abby. I don't know if you know that one. You do know the that Children. One, yeah. mm-hmm. And then there was the Changeling. These are Lauren's oh. top three slash top they seven. With me. <laughs> they live with me to this day. Uh, the yeah. Changeling is such a great underrated film. George C. Scott was it's incredible amazing. In that. Okay, bathtub. this must not be yeah. the uh, the Angelina Jolie one. No, no. not at all. <laughs> this is George C. Scott, an awesome mm-hmm. house and a bathtub. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Once we watched Poltergeist when I was oh, growing up. Oh, Poltergeist was we good. Didn't, we didn't watch a lot of scary movies, but Poltergeist was one that we were allowed to see and was also very scary. Yep, that's scary. Um, and I snuck at a friend's house and watched Child's Play when I was in first or second grade. Mm. Is that the Chucky? Chucky? The Chucky one oh. scared the living mm. daylight. I'd already out of stopped anything, by Chucky. Anything that is like the thing in your seven. bedroom is going to come oh, alive. Oh, the thing well, is. Oh. Oh, I find that sort of more gross than scary. Are you like that's one the of thing? the few that I have oh, seen. Oh, aliens! Oh, always, oh, yeah. Aliens. Wait, what's I had the thing? Dolls, the dolls thing were is, usually the it's worst. Kurt Arctic. Russell and Antarctica. Oh, dolls also. Do, do, dolls would always freak me out. Like for for um, uh, for for example, as you mentioned in Poltergeist, you know, obviously the clown doll, yeah. you know, or, or, or what have you. But um, there was back in the day, and you can still you can absolutely find this on YouTube. But um, the Nonfiction show in search of. Oh, I like, loved in search of yeah, Le- Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Nimoy. Well, Kate they, was not born then. No, well, it's, no. it's okay. I don't know any of the things you're talking. About. Oh, okay. oh God! We can all, don't worry, we can send you. This links. is the only place I feel lo- young. Just let me have it. <laughs> Our intern was wearing American Eagle jeans today, and I've never felt older. Who did? Our intern, American Eagle. Yeah, it's for like. Young Kids who people. don't have a lot of money. It's for young people. <laughs> never been in I one. can't fit in those jeans anymore. Oh, at least you Sad had them. Day. I did have them. I don't even know that store. No, we're too old. <laughs> they won't let us in that store. So you see why like, I need this place to feel young? Oh, are you shopping <laughs> for your kid? It, and we do it daily. <laughs> well, we, can, yeah. we can continue. That's so wait a minute, what about so, In Search of Yeti? <laughs> so, well, no, it was In Search of the Amityville Horror. Oh. And, oh uh, there's a movie. Oh, there you go. And the book. By the way, it's real. Yes. It was real. Yeah. And we published that, you know, Oh, the Diana says sale. the house is for sale. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Right. You know, we, we, we published the Amityville Horror. And we, we did have, that? We, yes, we, we did. did. And for many years, exactly. Huh. And that was a book that, that freaked a lot of people out. And um, interestingly enough, the um, the priest uh, was stationed very briefly in my church parish, you know, um, oh, for, really? for a ton. That freaked my mom out. I remember that. But, um, but more than anything, in search of the Amityville Horror, there it was a lot of it obviously dramatized, but there was one point where um, the the demon that um, that was allegedly um, on the premises that um, one of the children called Jody. Yeah. Pig, yes. the, pig the pig. De- the pig yeah. demon, exactly. Um, with, the, with the glowing red eyes. Um, there was a point where they had it dramatized of a dramatized of a doll sitting in a rocking chair and it would just be rocking on its own. <laughs> and then um, in the background, someone would be closing the door to the bedroom and the red eyes would start glowing in the doll and then the door would close and then all you see are the two pinpoint uh, red yeah, eyes in the dark. This is terrible. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, oh, you, well you ask. So. All right. You so, know that's, so wait a minute. Amityville is your number one. No, uh, not. I wouldn't say in terms of movie. I'm just saying just dolls in general. Like, oh. So, for example, like if you saw The Conjuring from a couple of years ago, the first thing you see that is... That was real too, no. right? Well, yeah, I mean, you see I mean, you see Annabelle, the doll. I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm out. So. Peace out. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but what, what would freak me out when I... When, one movie in particular that that freaked out me and my um and my sister was um burnt offerings and uh, we know almost, that. we only saw it we only saw it on TV this yeah. was a um it was a it was a haunted 80s. house yeah it was a haunted house movie um that was with um with Karen Black and um and oh. Oliver and Oliver Reed yeah, and yeah, yeah. what it was is there was a um there was um, a mansion, um, and uh, the owners of the house. There was a oh, Burgess Meredith was in there as well, yeah. and um, it was a, 
it was a rental and um, the family was there for the for the summer and um, the caretaker's mother would be living upstairs and so but what what ended up happening was the house was effectively taking over especially Karen Black's you know, personality mm-hmm. and it, there there were there was definitely goings on that freaked us possession. out possession possession <laughs> indeed so that's Are, your most scary well, well that, uh, certainly it's scary as a child most scary, can never be no, okay, okay. listen listen having having seen so many yeah. So many of these things. I, I mean, I w- I could say you know in terms of in terms of scare factor, probably one of the one of the more scary ones would be Jaws. Oh, I love I Jaws. Say, Jaws. Okay, know. so Abby, yes. as a, we're gonna go hard to scare to easy to scare. Oh yes, I'm so easy to scare. Oh. What's what's Abby's? I'm not sure. Let's see. Oh, Abby, um, the GoPro videos of the shark. Yes, the, the, those the are <laughs> pretty much scared. Uh, public service. It turns out there are lots of YouTube videos of GoPro like surfers getting attacked by sharks. Right. And they're out later. there, and Ed showed me a bunch. But no, the thing that really scared me was <laughs> there's also a whole series of videos, and Ed and Adam made me watch Ooh. this one where a giant centipede attacked a spider, and it was awful. The trapdoor spider. They have yeah. real bugs fighting each other, and it's terrible. Yeah. And, and, um, and they also ha- and they also there's there's sort of sound effects where the the, the oh. bug the insects are actually kind of roaring as well, yeah. which is which would appeal to me as a kid. But you look at this now, you're like, it was terrible. Like and they made me watch it. And it was like eight minutes long. Um, <laughs> I still the Exorcist was a super oh, yeah. scary one for me, but weirdly scary. But I could watch it. Oh, I think yeah. I think because I it wasn't it. until the kind of very end. It wasn't that. It wasn't a jump scare mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't know. Or there was enough breathers where right. she's just a mom trying to get the doctors to treat her kid. Kind right. of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I mostly don't see scary movies except for that brief stint where I was trying to seduce my uh, now husband when we were in high school. Tricking. Yes, because we, my best friend and I would rent terrible horror movies from like the back of the video store. Right. Kate, a video store is where they used to I have know what the video store is. <laughs> See, there you go. This is, this, is our on, this is our ongoing effort to... And um, we would rent the worst things. So Chud... Cannibalistic humanoid underground. Yes. Wow. The uh, that's deep tracks. Doctor Butcher, medical deviant. Which, Ooh. to be honest, there is one moment in, that still stays with me mm-hmm. because it was so awful. This is more about sort of that terrible gore. Uh, you're you're um, barking. You're 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 barking up this and tree. And it was so, okay, this so Doctor Butcher, the medical deviant, was operating on a conscious person, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and said, and he's recording. You know how doctors like record into their little cassette tapes what mm. they're doing. You mm. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, patience screams annoyed me, so I have removed the vocal cords. Uh, I yeah, that all stick with you. With you. <laughs> so we're going to take a little break because I need to go turn on some more lights and um, <laughs> reset myself because I'm so easy to scare. Um, and when we come back, let's talk a little bit about scary books because we've done TVs Great. and movies. Sure. So uh, we will be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast. Okay, we're back. I feel a little bit better. We all gave Abby a hug. Yes, yes. Some I was like, therapy. it's too scary. I don't want to go to haunted house. I don't deserve a hug. I was like, what about my hug? I don't want to watch fighting bugs. Um, so I want to go back to the safe pages of books where you don't have to There's see no it on the There's no safe pages in books. There's no safe pages in books. Well, so I, I like, as, as discussed, I am super easy to scare and I'm not a horror movie girl, mm. but I like things that are more eerie maybe mm-hmm. than truly scary. Sure. So a book I want to talk about uh, is a book called Things Half in Shadow by Alan Finn. And it's a historical novel, but it's about um, a woman who was basically working as a fake medium. And it was in this time in the period in the, um, I want to say late 1800s. I might have the yeah. time slightly off, but late 19th century. Post-Civil where, War. Where mediums were hot, hot, hot. And oh, yeah, she was having to make her way in the world, and so she was faking it. And I am obsessed. With, I love stories of fake mediums. Like mm. really, yes, I love That's reading so how they cold how they cold read people and mm. make it seem like they're doing it, like yeah. the mentalist. Yeah, mm. I had a novel in once, a submission in once that was about um, a, a medium who did this, and then and I loved it, and then it fell apart unfortunately. But right. I was like, I really want it to be about this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I was delighted when I found things half in shadow. Uh, because not only it's a woman and it's cool and she's kind of having to make her way in that time which is not so easy for a single woman Mm -hmm. and so um, she is succeeding as a fake medium uh, until a uh, a guy who has dedicated dedicated himself to busting fake mediums finds her 
and um, they uh, uh, come to. That's his job. Well, he's it's a his avocation. He's, oh, okay. Uh, I can jump yes, in here, please, because yeah. it was Ed's book. Uh, he's, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. He, he's a he's a crime reporter, mm-hmm. and what what what's happened is he he has an assignment to write a series of exposés on on it takes place in Philadelphia and Philadelphia's um, fake fake mediums because what's happened is in um, post Civil War. Uh, you have families, loved ones. Everybody's dead. Right. So they want to talk yeah. to them. So, yeah. so, so that's exactly that's exactly correct. And so they're all being taken advantage of. And so, um, was he a Pinkerton by chance? I'm not entirely. I, I don't think. No, so. he wasn't. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Because yeah. he, he was been. he was a reporter. But I'm right. kidding. Kind of. Yeah. Right. So, um, so the woman's name is Lucy Collins. Um, uh, the the fake medium and Edward uncovers her tricks and that, but then realizing she's more talented at blackmail. Um, he agrees that they should be collaborating in exposing yeah. only her rivals. Yes. And but what ends up happening is there's a murder of another medium and it looks like that she may truly have had the gift. Right. It found so. they find a, what they think is a real one and yeah. then they figure out. Say no so more. Yes. Yeah. Say that's no more. That's all you need to yeah. know. Things happen shadow, Alan Finn. Mm-hmm. And um, that's my kind of, it's just, ooh, but well, it's actually, not making me hide under the covers. <laughs> I'm actually going to follow you only because I have never read a scary book ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't do it. Uh, I find books even more graphic than a movie. Oh, your mind yeah, is it's, so it, it literally, I can picture it, I can smell it, I can taste it if it's mm-hmm. done well. So I never read Stephen King. Mm-hmm. And I hate to be so cliche but I'd never read him Mm -hmm. because my brother growing up would read horror Mm -hmm. and he read um, the vampire one Salem's Lot thank you Mm -hmm. and he was scared and my brother's not ever scared Mm -hmm. he was scared to death because he had read Salem's Lot so that lived with him and so of course I'm like King thank you Mm -hmm. but no (laughs) I read it and never again yeah (laughs) and so I was like please and so I didn't even read it I I knew better clowns so I move forward now Stephen King is now published by Simon & Schuster and people are like he's really wonderful my sister and brother read all of it so I read Bag of Bones. Mm. I've read that one too. For my first. And it was really, it has its moments, mm-hmm. but it's really about grief and mm-hmm. his characterization Absolutely. and the textures of his writing. He was so magic. Mm-hmm. I could never read a scary book. I don't want to. But if you need a gateway drug into something that does scare you a little, but it is so much more than that. It's Bag so of Bones. writerly, that book. Yeah. It really. Bag of Bones. Um, yes. That one was, I read that as well and was like, Oh, fascinating. And it's so interesting just you mentioning that it's, you know, also a portrait of grief. It is um, a portrait of grief. And it reminds me of what Ed was saying about the Babadook. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how interesting that horror and grief go together in this way, too. I mean, I Absolutely. guess because you're both, it's both about death in yeah. the end. But. Well, and I can, I don't have to have seen the one that um, Ed mentioned, but you'd be surprised the links you'll go to to mm. ease that pain mm-hmm. and or I mean I don't even have to know but I kind of mm. know yeah. <laughs> you know well, no, I mean? we talked about um, didn't we talk yeah. about on a previous episode the Babadook no, no no you're um, the Psychic. the reading that you had the reading stuff. oh that that's yeah. actually not what I meant I just mm-hmm. meant I don't know the plot of that mm-hmm. movie but I'm sure this guy did something really stupid same thing with Pet Cemetery. oh don't Pet Cemetery scared it them it comes <laughs> back <laughs> wrong <laughs> or what you're willing so to wrong. do to get right Right. To ease your pain. Right. Right. What are you willing to do? So once, God knows what happens in that is, thing. once they go, you need to leave Yeah, let it, right. let it go. Let it go. I'm not a big horror reader. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, honorable mention to the opening of Jurassic Park, which I started to read when I was maybe 12. <sighs> and I just remember like not being able to turn the lights off. I think I slept with the lights on in my bedroom. How does the book open? Because I mean, I've seen the movie. The book in Velociraptors? It's a cold open on the dinosaurs, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't, I read just the first chapter and then I could not sleep and I had to wait. I finally read it the next day or something. Mm -hmm. But I started at night and it just scared the pants off me. Um, But one of my favorite writers of all time is Sarah Waters, who does Mm -hmm. historical fiction. And it's not true horror, but it is gothic Victorian Um, some of her stuff and two books of hers are really haunting and work with some horror conventions in a way that I find really satisfying one was called Fingersmith and one was called um, Affinity and they both have 
class issues and gender issues in Victorian England. Um, but they all have, in Affinity, there's somebody who is purporting to be a medium. And there's a jail where they've kind of that spooky, like, panopticon-type mm-hmm, jail mm-hmm. of Victorian England times. Um, and in Fingersmith, there there's just hard scrabble life and a lot of child abuse and um, being kind of imprisoned in your own circumstances and there's an asylum in that one as well and so I find all those elements really haunting and interesting more so than a modern like the ring yeah. you know mm-hmm. alright Ed scary. what's your book Well, in, um, book, if you have to recommend one well uh, I would yes, we won't g- ask for your favorite we just ask for a <laughs> recommendation exactly. well you know, and he by the way has read more than we ever oh, could yeah. no. so Ed Give me one. I just need a recommendation. <laughs> you can tell that I sort of that, that, that I sort of go off on tangents here. I would have to go back to Pet Cemetery. In really? Term, yeah, in terms uh, of what you're saying about horror, so horror scary. Scary. yeah. You know, I mean, that book in particular um, is unique, um, especially even for someone like Stephen King. He himself, at the time that he had written it, was reluctant to see it. Um, published and um, it, he really felt that at a certain point that he had gone too far um, wow. and it, but also because as something that Lauren brought up about grief and horror going hand in hand and how far you would go for a loved one and certainly I hope I'm not spoiling it for anyone out here in the audience who hasn't read Pet Cemetery, but it as you probably know it ends very very badly yeah you know and um, <laughs> but but and certainly certainly where um what steps a father will take yeah. you know um um in in terms of loss and the themes that he explored about um you know and obviously would sometimes dead is better yeah mm-hmm. oh dead is better yeah. yeah i only saw the movie but the movie just scared the Enough. pants off me so um suppose someone has read all of stephen king backwards and forwards Ed, do you have anything that's new or that's just come out or coming out that you want to um, gunslinger tell us about well in terms of dark in terms <laughs> of dark well the, obviously as you guys probably know the dark tower is coming in february 2017 lauren is a huge dark tower fan, huge so she's oh, very yeah. excited and, huge. And, and i think this adaptation will really satisfy dark tower fans and mm. it's certainly i don't know about that ed <laughs> interesting that's we'll, we'll probably have Roland to have it looks like we'll probably have to have it have to have a conversation a conversation about <laughs> there may be words had in the bar when we finish today <laughs> oh there will be but no ed is a purist as i am yeah no. i have faith respect no but more th- more than anything though i think that um i personally don't care who was cast you know as roland is bombardier long. eyes I think Idris Elba is going to be amazing Kate and I, I have, like they're saying words i, I know have every faith he will be wonderful blue ice blue eyes are integral to these books and in the very end of the last book there's a spoiler whole alert spider alert is what I thought you said and I was like <laughs> oh my god and anyone who's read them knows what I mean and that's all I'm gonna say the blue eyes the blue eyes the blue eyes I just don't understand I just can't I can't it's Clint Eastwood and that's that all I'm gonna say and High Plains Drifter but anyways <laughs> I also believe there should be spider alerts yeah just there should always general. be spider alerts yeah. Term- so tell us the new book, Ed. So in terms, but in terms of Stephen King, one of the one of the ones that um, that I love uh, in in recent years has been Revival. If you guys have had an opportunity to um, um, to to read it, I mean that was released in in twenty fourteen. My sister read it and loved it. What's yeah. that one about? Well, what Revival is, um, you you have um, a minister coming to town. Um, to a tiny fake. main town. It's more like fake. Yeah, fake. I, it's like fake mediums. Well, <laughs> well, what happens? There's is... There's more to religion than that, Abby. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, that's that was. There are phrased, snakes. That was phrased inelegantly. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, but the the minister comes to town, and um, tragedy befalls his family, and um, what ends up happening is he becomes this sort of sideshow huckster and and what have you. But the um, the protagonist um, grows up side by side becomes a musician you know has a has a drug problem and is eventually quote saved you know by this um you know by this faith healer but what ends up happening is it's a um it really is an exploration of the afterlife Uh um as well um and it really takes incredible twists and turns and ends up in a very horrifying place so so wait deeply satisfying before we go there's one more book we have to mention Mm -hmm. and it's one of yours yes of course for this podcast and it's called the ferryman and ferryman institute Institute. Mm -hmm. there you go that's what i meant (laughs) um i have not read it yet Mm -hmm. but ed 
talked about this book at a sales conference and he did such a job that I literally, it's on my bedside table, this is not a lie, it's next to Alexander Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And I'm dying to read it because you did such a great job. I want a three word, three sentence pitch, but the point is. Ah, can I do that? <laughs> I don't think so. Don't this think is Ed's I... challenge. This is Ed's challenge, but the point is, everyone should go buy it. Just trust me, but he'll tell you a little bit about it now. Well, the Ferryman Institute, not necessarily horror. I would say it categorized as contemporary fantasy, but look, hey. Hence, we, I wanted to read it. We take, we <laughs> right. take, we take all this comers This is one that out. I can read too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, there's. Um, uh, there's a ferryman. I mean, as 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 in, in the Sharon, river sticks. As in the river sticks, exactly. His name is Charlie Dawson. Um, he's been doing this for about 250 years. Um, the Ferryman Institute is effectively a business. I mean, th- what he does is he he moves people over to the afterlife. And but he's really been in a rut. He really doesn't want to be a ferryman anymore. Um, and what happens is though it, he gets an assignment of um, ferrying a girl who is about to commit suicide and he opens his assignment and it says either save the girl or be a ferryman your choice Ooh, Ooh, that's all you need to say it's so good and it's the ferryman institute by colin geigel am i saying that right that is correct it's a perplexingly spelled g-i-g-l so colin geigel the Mm -hmm. ferryman institute and at its heart it is a love story of course, um, hence so I perfect, wanted it. It's perfect yeah. for us. In, too. In, in, it's in the, paranormal, in, and it's a love story. In the background, I know that Diana has read it and loved it. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's yes. nodding emphatically. Wonderful. Oh, there's no doubt. This is going to be. It's gotten the best reviews, and it's going to be a big book. I hope. Awesome. So, if you read only one book this Halloween, let it be the Ferryman Institute. Well, thank you. Yay. And um, we're going to take another little break. And when we come back, we are going to play a game. And our game today is a. Halloween themed uh, version of Shag Mary Kill. So hold on to your seats. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast. All right, we're back, and it is time to play our game of Shag Mary Kill, but at Halloween style. As our listeners may recall, we each will choose a trio of names or creatures or villains, uh, what have you, and um, of uh, Halloween candy, for all I know. <laughs> Anything could happen. I'm going to marry candy corn. That's disgusting. <laughs> Don't judge your my love, love. Your love is not okay. <laughs> You're impressing me. Um, and uh, so we will each share a trio, and then all of us around the table will explain which one we would choose to marry, to shag, or to kill. Mm. Sorry, Ed, you have to play. It's not a gender thing. It's, it's just fine. happening. I yes, absolutely. Understand. Kate, do you want to start us off? Sure. Okay, so mine are from um, Scary Movies, mm-hmm. and my first... Mm, I want to save that one for a second. Okay, so the first movie is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Did you ever see that? Freddie Prince, baby, all the way. Okay, you can't. Okay, so first one is Freddie Prince Jr. I printed out photos to Mm -hmm. bring to the studio. I love you. And then Ryan Phillippe. I kind of stacked the deck because Ryan Phillippe has a shirtless photo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Johnny Galecki, who I had forgotten was in this movie, but he creates my trio, so I have to have him. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm first. Okay. Go ahead. Um, has strong killing feeling. Johnny, duh. Marrying Freddie, yay. And shagging the heck out of Ryan. Now, is that based simply on looks or on your knowledge of what they do in the movie? Because I have not seen the movie. Uh, it's just looks, right? Well, I mean, she's all that you want, is but. one of my personal ah. favorites, and that's Freddie Prince. So, okay. yes. So, I've not in this movie. No. Me love him long time. <laughs> I, <laughs> very long. I, Let's okay. see. I think. I I think I will marry Johnny Galecki. Really? Same. Um, I love Johnny Galecki. I feel like he's a long-termer. Yeah. Um, I also have not seen this movie. I haven't so seen if this he's movie. the bad guy, I apologize. Right. So I have I no, I'm not is. affected by anything he does. The and other if two it are so pretty. means I get killed, oh well. Um, I, think, sh- I think maybe shag Freddie Prinze. Um, and I think kill Ryan Phillippe because he looks like a selfish lover. I'd kill, no, actually, I like that in a lover. Um, <laughs> and I would kill Freddie Prince Jr. because he annoys me with his face. <laughs> also oh, really? fair. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, no, he looks dumb. Um, who are you see. marrying? Who would I marry? I think, honestly, I think Freddie Prince Jr. is a keeper. I think I'd marry him. <laughs> okay. Yay. All right, so who's your shag? Um, and who's your kill? 
This is Ryan Philippi for reference. Oh, I can see. No, exactly. Okay. No, Ryan Philippi, I think I check. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry, Johnny. Yeah. I, I apologize. <laughs> there is a grave waiting for you. It is. There is good riddance. <laughs> Diana, do you have strong feelings on this? Do you want to weigh in? Oh, sure. All right. Um, okay. Uh, Shag Ryan Phillippe killed J- Johnny D- Galek, whatever, and oh. Mary Freddie Prince Jr. Diana's oh. on me and Epstein. <laughs> All right. You can all be sister wives together. Yeah, I, I guess. say moving on. Pat, what do you oh, think? Oh, Pat. Come on in this microphone. This yeah, is Pat's yeah. first time ever speaking. No, I think he spoke once. Right. But I've never played the game. Oh. Yay. Oh, here we go. I think I would. Oh, boy. Who are you shagging? Well, I, I think I would. I think I would um, marry Freddie Prince, shag Ryan Phillippe, and mm. kill Johnny. Yeah, Lucky. you're on the you're, you're a sister on, wife. You're on the, you're <laughs> the sister wife team. All right, Abby, you're up. Okay, um, my first set is an all all vampire set. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your choices are. I don't think maybe this is as hard as it should be. Uh, Nosferatu. No. That's the from the original, the yeah, old, that's the, bomb, the old, like the gross Max, one, Max Shrek. yeah, silent yes. movie, yes, yeah, exactly, Max Shrek, uh, George Hamilton from Love at First Bite, mm. oh yeah, or Edward from Twilight. Sparkly. I don't remember what George Hamilton looks like. He looks like he's George Hamilton. He's the one with a who's cape. famous for being tan. tan. Mm. Ah, yes, yes, yes. He looks he, like a coach bag. Who? Oh, <laughs> isn't he? No, he's not. <laughs> okay, yeah, he looks like a coach bag. Um, I'm going. Go. I'm killing George because I've always hated him. So you're going to either shag or marry Nosferatu? Oh, you know what? I'm curious about what Nosferatu is working Nosferatu. with. Oh, my God. This is taking an interesting turn. I would shag Nosferatu to see what's going on. No one knows. Yeah, he's the only legit. Uh, well, you may yeah. want to rethink that. Yeah. I saw that movie when I was like 12. Oh. I don't remember. Really. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, um, the first one was George, or Nosferatu, George, and who? Uh, Sparkly Edward from Twilight. Oh, I'm killing Edward. That's what I meant to say. I'm okay. totally killing Edward. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that still means I have to shag him. Yeah, the hard. other one. <laughs> I'm shagging Nosferatu and oh, I married George, George Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> I'd be very tan. <laughs> I could live with that. Yeah. yeah. Same. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah good. I hate What do you Edward. think, Ed? Ah, here we go. Um, let's see. Shag, Mary kill, Shag, Mary kill. Oh, um, George Hamilton, love at first bite. I think it would be, it would probably be Mary. Uh, It'd probably be Mary. Yeah. I'm Mary. You're with yeah, us, Ed. I'd be fine. I'd be fine with that. And um, in terms of Shag, you know what? Probably. Ed's going Twilight. I can yeah. Tell. It would, no, well, it would probably be Edward because I mean, Nosferatu, you just have to kill. I mean, seriously. Mm. Yeah. Not well, if you're me and Lauren. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, there you go. Well, Not if you like it dirty. I'm with Ed. I'm with Ed. I'm killing Nosferatu. He just looks so clammy. Well, yeah. And uh, pointy. Yeah, yeah, it's got. It's and the, none you know. of those things say sexy to me. No. Um, and I would. Um, it's the Shag Edward thing. because then you only have to have the one night. Um, but I would marry George Hamilton because that looks like kind of a coke-filled hedonistic fun. fun. Oh, I he, I'd wrap up George Hamilton. I'll be tan on a yacht. Yep. Bring it. Yeah. Bring yeah. it. Absolutely. All right, we're skipping the other two for that one. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good enough. <laughs> um, we've heard it all before. I feel so judged. You sh- you are. Um, I'm up. All right. Who would you? Uh, I'm going X Men. Mm. Oh. That's not horror. Yeah, it could be. Uh, it depends well, on what she picks. <laughs> it, right? yeah, here we go. Well, I I actually tried to make it hard. Um, for me, um, Gambit. Mm. Professor X mm. I don't know who these people and Wolverine. Are. Which mm. one is Gambit? Is that Ryan cards. with the cards? Cards. I love him. He's a Cajun from down. Okay, maybe yeah. Google him, Diana. Cajun who plays with cards, super hot with mm. Rogue. Um, Professor X, the head of everything. Mm-hmm. Love him. And Wolverine, who everybody loves but me. You just made it three people you want to shag. I do. Right. She yeah. made it nice hard though. You made I it did nice make hard. it nice hard. All right, Ed, you start us off since Kate needs help. Okay, so we're talking Gambit, Professor X, and, and, Wolverine. and Wolverine. See, the problem is now, unfortunately, and, and if, if Adam Wilson were here, he'd probably say the same thing, because this is a real, this is a bit of a trick question, because Wolverine, you effectively can't kill. I am killing him. <sighs> well, he's dying now, I guess. Um, honestly, I think I would 
marry Wolverine. Me too. He oh no, I would not. No, interesting. I th- I think he I think he'd be extremely loyal. I think Logan would be extremely loyal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shag Gambit, but that would mean I'd have to kill Professor X. That's a problem. Yeah. You Professor know X is really smart, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's that. Patrick Stewart. Uh, marry yeah. him. Yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm all over the place on this one. Yeah. I'm, I would marry Professor X. I'm, I'm going to pass this over to you, Abby. Uh, no, no, Kate, no, Kate, 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 Kate Sorry X, about that, guys. Shag um, Wolverine. Good Lord. And kill the third one. Gambit. Yeah. Mm. I, think, I think I'm with you. I was flipping back and forth. On... You've got to choose brains and a husband. Mm. That's the thing. Yeah. And the thing is, as I recall, like Wolverine's girlfriends, it doesn't work out so well for them usually. Yeah, I so guess you're right. I think you just shag the living daylights out of Wolverine and then get the heck and then out of run Dodge. Away. Um, marry Professor X because that mansion looks great. He's yeah, got, he's got, rich. you know, that's the long-term security. He's got the big brain. And Gambit, you know what? Sorry, you know. He's you bland. Can, you and the cards. All right, go. now this is the way I'm going to go in here. Mm-hmm. Diana or Pat, have you read, do you know X-Men at all? Mm-hmm. If you both do, come on up to the mics. I'm curious. Pat, you're first. Wolverine was one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my I, point. Big That's Wolverine why I put him fan. in here. Um, so I would have to... Marry him? I guess I would have to marry him. So he's... he's yeah. uh, as for the other forever. two, though, I don't know. It's tough. I know. You can't... You can't... I don't think you could kill Professor X. I know. <laughs> so uh, we went for the other two, yeah. just like those two. Yeah. That, that, that. That's not the way I'd go. You're up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren has uh, found you wanting, Pat. Seriously. I have. I grew up with the uh, 90s um, TV show, so I could not stand Gambit saying Mon Cherie like, oh every my other God. five seconds. So I'm going to kill Gambit, I'm going to shag Wolverine, and I'll marry Professor X. Yes. Okay, so the correct answers Team. were, <laughs> the correct answers were, kill Wolverine. Wrong. Boring. Wrong. So sexy. I'm Wrong. actually shagging Professor X. <laughs> I know, I'm shagging Professor X because he would know how. And Gambit, because hands down favorite X-Men of all time. <laughs> Gambit is your favorite? All time. I think Adam Wilson shares, way, his, shares your opinion. And maybe. the way he loves Rogue, you would be so lucky. But, okay. <laughs> all right. Let's Just say move on. All right. Okay. <laughs> and do you Adam? have a trio for us? Yeah, actually. And, and interestingly enough, this would probably go along the lines of the final girl phenomenon. You know, the, um, one of the one of the tropes of um, of horror and, sci- and oh, sci-fi. the last girl's left standing. Exactly, I like it. The final girl. Um, okay, so, Ooh, this is a good one. So, so we're talking we're talking about Shag Mary Kill here. Uh-huh. We're talking how about uh, Sydney Prescott from the Scream movies? That's oh, Nev, Nev okay. Campbell. We're talking Laurie Strode, which who is um, Jamie Lee Curtis in the Halloween. Oh, oh love nice. Yeah. And then you could also say Ellen Ripley from the <gasps> Alien movies. Oh. Wow. Oh, Ed. Wow. Nice Ed. addition to the game. We so. like it. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. I am going to marry Ripley. Yeah. Because hmm. oh. she's the best of she's everything. Best. I will. I think I'm shagging Jamie Lee. Yeah. And you got to kill Neve. Killing Neve. Because um, I haven't annoying. seen the. I haven't actually seen either of their movies because mm-hmm. scary. Um, but I think you would like Scream, actually. I yeah. think I probably would too, actually. Mm-hmm. But I think um, Jamie Lee just—I agree with you. Yeah. I'm with you on all counts. There's more depth there for me. I think yeah. so. That's how oh, I, I was such a party of five fan. It's hurting yeah. me that I, I I don't want to go your way because Ripley's so cold. <gasps> she just hasn't met the right woman. She gets colder and <laughs> the colder right woman is Abby. How could you <laughs> see? You've seen on. Aliens. How could she be cold? She I went after her, Newt. Yeah. She was going to be so hot with Michael Bean until that crab ate his face. I know. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's true. It's aliens. I have to go with Abby and and Kate. You're up, Ed. Mm. Um, Let's see. I think I would. You know what? I honestly haven't given this much thought. So I'm guess I'm doing. I'm, I guess Do I'm doing some fly. Just, just like everything going on here. Um, I'd say probably Shag would be Sydney Prescott. Hmm. You, um, oh, you, you always have to shag. Mary, Jamie Lynn. Yeah. Jamie Lynn. No, yeah. no, that's... Oh, you're going Eve. Eve. Yeah. Eve ah. <laughs> he had a similar quandary. Interesting. Um, Mary, I would say... I would say Ellen Ripley, which means I'd have to kill Laurie Strode, but you can't do that. Oh, sorry, Michael Laurie. Myers tried to, and he couldn't. I know. So, again, another... I think another, you need uh, to like, an, give Pat a shot at this. Yeah, another yeah, con- another conundrum here. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do, Pat? Right, Talk to me, man. I would... Marry Sydney, Jamie Lee. Oh, 
No, no, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. You're both marrying Nev. I would shag. Oh, shagging Nev. Correct. Jamie Lee. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I would kill. <gasps> Killing Ripley. Yeah, Ripley. Wow. I almost killed Ripley. Yeah. That's so funny. Women. Yeah. I, 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 this could really, no, this I could almost really killed Ripley be. myself. Oh, Lord. What have I done here? So. I love it. <laughs> Excellent. All right, let me well, wrap. Well, let's what about, wrap up well, with. Well, before uh, that we do that, we need Diana's uh, opinion. She doesn't have a dog Diana in the fight. Feel Moving on. Interesting. I don't actually need to do on my second round. No, I'm just going to do. I'm going to close this out with this one last one because mm-hmm. I think it's going to be hard because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Your choices, ladies and gents. King Kong. Oh, for God's sake. The monster from Alien. Jaws. Oh. Oh. How does that even work? That's easy. I got this. I'm marrying King Kong. Easy. Um, (sighs) Easy, she says. I'm I'm shagging Jaws. Because I, I'm so scared of Alien. <laughs> and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Fair. Fair. Shag. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Someone else go. <laughs> you know, I think you're right. You have to marry King Kong. Because he was really devoted to... He was right. Fay He was beautiful. He was. And Naomi Wraith. Like, he, he knew about commitment. Mm-hmm. And he found great real estate in New York City, which but is yeah. hard to do. Also, exactly. Alien can put a baby in you. Well, that's, not that's, that's what you're into. Then that's what you're marrying. That's your total oh, goal. No. You'll get your baby. I'm killing I, Alien. I, and I can't have Jaws. any comment about this. I think I have to kill Jaws. Jaws is so scary. He's Jaws scary is too. so scary, but he's not always biting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Alien is always popping that little inner face I know. out. Jaws, I can't. Jaws, Jaws Maybe that's too pregnant. Well, I can't. All, it, it appears that they all have their pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Diana, Pat, do we have a, do we have uh, feelings on this one? Are you differing? I think. Notice how I've avoided. I think I would. The question. I think I would marry King Kong. Yeah, we all kill would. the alien. Yeah, you're with me, and Pat. And the shark. Yeah, the shark. yeah. You're with I think me. It's, right? it's, the only, it's the only. It's way the only way to go. Way to go. It's There's the only way to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to be sure. All right. And on that note, Ed, take us out in your best Halloween voice with our signature catchphrase, would you? You know, I've actually kind of forgotten your <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, the, well, here we go. Ed, the best conversations. Oh, oh, say line. Okay. Yeah. The best conversations for this Halloween or any day happen after dark. dark.